Clicksing It is brought to you by GlassCabinetHobbies.com, where you can find case breaks, singles, and comic books of your favorite superheroes and supervillains. So head on over to GlassCabinetHobbies.com and use code CLICKSINGIT to receive 5% off your order. Also, if you want to help support the show, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash clicksingit and you can be entered into our monthly giveaways. Now, here we go. Let's start the show. Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to episode number 81 of the Clicksing It podcast. In the studio today, we have Dan Kane and we have new guest Ryan Redman. Did I say that right, Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ryan actually showed up to our venue yesterday for the first time. He lives in Kenosha, which is about 40 minutes from the venue, and he is now hopefully going to be showing up on a regular basis whenever we have clicks. And he was the only one that showed up uh, for the first time having physical clicks at this new store that I'm a judge at. So, Ryan, it was great to have you and to meet you for a change. Yeah, it was nice to come out there. I was glad uh, to see someone doing something again. Yeah. Um, me and Ryan just bought a bunch of different teams and uh, we played three separate games, and um, the dice gods were not in Ryan's favor yesterday. Uh, it's like the, real life roll twenty. <laughs> the first game I played a scroll team to chest out some scrolls, and you played a thunderbolt slash masters of evil team with juggernaut. Yeah. So you had the you had the guy to take out my scrolls because I didn't get my shape change because of the battle fury. But um, mm-hmm. I think I had, what, like 10 scrolls, so it was kind of a swarm team against your guys. Um, I think you had five people on your team. Yeah. And then you also, uh, you're usually used to playing 300-point teams, so you were playing four actions instead of five actions because we were playing 400 points instead, so you kind of missed out on <laughs> your uh, fourth or your yeah, your fifth action for most of the game until I think like second-to-last action. Yeah, which yeah, at that point it was it was done. <laughs> yeah, uh, we did play with the new rules because um, you've been playing with them for a while. I've never played with them, so I thought we would give them a shot because we will be playing with the new rules very soon, and it definitely mm-hmm. took some getting used to. Yeah, even though it's even though a lot of it is simpler, there's just so many changes that and it's quite a it's quite an adjustment it is quite an adjustment and we're going to talk about that at the end of the show with um i asked the facebook question of the day was what's the one rule you're not looking forward to but we'll get into that a little bit more um towards the end but it was quite an adjustment it wasn't as hard or i guess as painful as i thought it was going to be to start playing but i'm sure we missed a lot of things while doing it uh, I was constantly talking out loud, like just saying it out loud to Ryan just to make sure I was doing things correctly, like <laughs> no knockback damage, no tokens for uh, probs or for team probs. Um, I forgot what else. There's a bunch of other stuff. I Pretty- think that's one of the biggest things is that like the, the change to theme prob, I burn through them a lot faster because I only have three. And I actually oh, made definitely. that comment to Ryan during because I'm like, <laughs> we we both were themed all three games. And only having three, you go through those super quick. So it's almost like, is being themed even worth it anymore? Especially the fact that with, if you are themed, you get a, only a max of plus three to roll for initiative. So that's something to uh, consider when you're playing in the competitive game. Yeah. Um, so I mean, game... I'm, I'm okay with that because I like that it doesn't give so much disparity to teams that have like, I've got eight Wendigos on my team. Yeah. So just... So for something like that, you know, I like that the pair that's been brought a little bit more into 
like relativity. So you're not you're not just like, well, I'm never gonna beat you. So you're just gonna get whatever map you want. Yeah. Well, on top of that, we expected a cap. Like we always expected a cap on initiative, or not even props. Like not so much props, but initiative. Like I, uh, we always expected that type of, I guess, limit. On, yeah. Um, the problem is what you're gonna get on your roll. The problem is what throws me off because like ha- I used to have yeah. like, max. I usually usually always maxed out, so it was five, and going down to three, even though it doesn't feel like that much, it's. It's a lot, especially if I don't have a lot of prob on my team. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't have, I don't have a lot going on here. Yeah. You burn through them a lot faster though, too, because there's no drawback to using them with no token and yeah, no pushing exactly. damage, yeah, and exactly. only three. Yeah. So you're just kind of setting the pace in the beginning. Yeah, because before yeah. You, it was very strategic using them. Now I just feel like you use them for any first attack or just to get an attack <laughs> to go off of. Yeah, giants are disgusting now. Which, that was his second team, was he played a soldier team with Weapon H against my monster team, which I just did all venomized people, basically. Um, <laughs> and Weapon H was quite the beast, especially when I hit him for, I think it was five damage, and he got that plus five to all combat values, but obviously it got to plus three. So I think at one yeah. point he was a 22 defense, 14 attack, seven damage. Uh, yeah, fifteen for seven flurry exploit. I think it yeah, was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, fifteen for seven flurry exploit. Um, <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so you got two penetrating damages of just seven damage. You're yeah. like, ah, <laughs> you're dead. Um, but again, the dice gods weren't in his favor. Again, I had a kind of a little bit of a swarm team and kind of just um, picked away you at his li- Hulk. You li- you you lived through that. I thought that. Oh my! Oh, it was brutal. When you got I'm a shape so change roll out and a super shape. Uh, Super Sense shape changed. That exploit oh, don't mean that's, nothing. That's right, because uh, <laughs> Weapon H doesn't have Battle Fury. That's so yeah. sad. Hey, if you're gonna pair Weapon H and you need Battle Fury, I would go back in Rebirth. I know like there's not a lot of good things in Rebirth, but there is that Colonel Poison chick. The I poison, think yeah. yeah, she can give out Battle Fury. So and, like she might be if you're if you're really into soldiers, she might be something that might help you there. <laughs> And then the uh, third and last game, I played a Stark Industry team, which was Arno Stark, Ironheart. Um, I forget who else was on there, but then he played a Horseman team with the Super Rare, Prime Apocalypse, Wolverine, Rasputin, and North. And again, just the dice weren't on his side. The Iron <laughs> Spider Man from what set was that even from? Black Panther. Black Panther yeah. did work on his team. And, yeah, that um, was hard too. Yeah, it was, and just to, just to like put the the extra twist in the knife at the end of the game, I, the last roll against him was a crit hit. It was like that yeah, extra that's... little twist at the end, just just to make sure it drove in there. That, that kinda, summed up the day. Yeah, it kind of sounds like you though, honestly. Like, yeah, that sounds about right. But um, it was fun meeting Ryan, and we just posted we're having a pre-release on the 25th for Wonder Woman, which is going to be three or four days before the set drops, and I see you already registered for that, Ryan. And is that one of your yeah, me and also? That's my wife. Yeah, your me wife. and my wife are coming for sure. Yes. Ryan has the um, fortunate marriage where you play like six games a week with your wife. So not, uh, yeah. <laughs> not many cool. of us out there that are married have wives that – uh, play hero clicks. I unfortunately am one of them, but Ryan can pretty much play hero clicks at his disposal against his wife whenever he feels like it. Yeah, it's been nice to be able to keep up all year. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Ryan, before we start to get into the show, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how long you've been playing, if you're competitive or casual, things like that. Uh, I started back when it was, uh, what was it, Avengers uh, Infinity? 
is when oh, we started actually getting into it. Yeah, so we're relatively new. 2018, okay. All right. Yeah, it's only like that's three years. I think that's just so. coming up. Yeah, it's right when I started. I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I, I was kind of aware of the game for a while, but uh, I was kind of... The, the rules are what threw me off. You look at a card, and there's just like a ton of power, and it seemed super complex, so I always never went to it. And finally uh, talked to a few buddies, and we just started buying stuff off eBay and uh, got into it, so... Uh, and it just kind of never looked back. Kind of took off with all of us. Um, and then uh, we like kind of playing. About, how, do you, how do you feel about the rules? Like after you learned it. Honestly, I like it. I don't have a whole lot of negative things to say because we've been every new rule we've just added it to what we've been doing, and it really has made the game I think a lot better. Um, now I have my wife and two friends have all played the new rules, and same thing. Like everyone likes it like it goes a little faster there's a lot more going on oh i just meant in general yeah. like like i know when you start it's kind of overwhelming but like once you learn it you know oh, oh well you're, i mean three years later and you still have things you're like oh i didn't realize that worked like that oh yeah <laughs> uh yeah so you're always kind of learning so that, again like that's why i'm kind of okay with all those new rules too i think it'll be easier to bring more people into the game also nope i agree with that um and then ryan's actually going to go down to the clicks cup so we'll be meeting oh, yeah. him down there too. Um, and we just talked to Dan before the episode. And uh, unfortunately, Dan will not be able to make it to uh, Florida just because um, he won't be able to get paid. Plus, he'll be spending money. It's kind of a double whammy for him, which kind of sucks. But uh, hopefully we can. Yeah, like I I, 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 tech, I could budget it out and like pay for it. It's just the, I don't want to lose that on a week's worth of pay uh, while I'm on vacation. So that's kind <laughs> of awful. And I can't work. I can't be at work, even if even though I work remotely, and be at the clicks. I'm like, yeah, I just can't multitask that well. So <laughs> you <laughs> it got, doesn't you get, work. You got your computer on the side while you're doing a battle royale while trying to get all your work done. Yeah, I don't think that'd be. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I don't think that'd out. be very efficient. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is Ryan, and then we are gonna get into some news. All right, so first in the news, I would like to say our channel has finally reached its 10,000th download. 10,000? I don't know how to say that. We've gotten 10,000 downloads on our podcast, so thank you to all of our viewers out there. took us a year to get there, but I'm glad we finally got to that milestone. Hopefully, we can get to 20,000 this time next year. Uh, secondly, the erratas came out for Future Foundation. So first one is Susan, Queen of Atlantis. Now, I'm going to try and figure out what the errata is because I, they don't really well, bold it in these. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it's only the fact that her, na- her part of her name was changed. Yeah, it was so like misspelled it, wrong or something like that. Yeah, I think that's the only major change. So yeah, hers is uh, generate X water terrain markers and Susan, Queen of Atlantis's square and or adjacent squares where x is the number of pp spent for this action so i'm sure it just said atlantis and not atlantis is like yeah. as possession <laughs> which again is that a big deal it, it doesn't change the power at all but i guess to be tournament legal or so no one can make a fuss about it they had to do it that way i guess i don't know yeah which i mean hey if they're gonna do it they might as well just do them all so. yeah i mean same thing happened with scroll general where it said because scroll Yep, it's was not, a, not keyword. a keyword. Scrolls is a keyword. So technically, for like two weeks, his power didn't work, where you couldn't target another person with the scrolls keyword. But to make it, <laughs> you know, logistically correct, they had to do that. 
Um, Uatu got a errata, which I was surprised at. It says, when an opposing character rolls to attack or break away after resolutions, if one or more from the characters within range and line of fire use prob you to re-roll it, gain one mission point. Hang on. I'm going to sneeze. Nope, there it goes. Um, so before it was, I think, any character. Now they change it to opposing character, correct? Yeah, it's when, it's whenever a character. It was well, Before it was just anyone. Now it's... So, yeah, I can see... I mean, I can see why they did it. It's... Because you could rack up those 20 mission points pretty fast. Well, people were also you, reading it where uh, you could do it within the same attack roll. So as long as it keeps getting probed, the same attack roll is netting people like four or five points. Yeah, which I don't think that was the intent. I think it was the finalized roll. Right. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing about that that would not be right for me because it says the finalized. So like, no matter how many times you prob it... So it, it only matters to the finalized results. So even with that, I would still think it'd be only one, regardless of how many times you prob it. Yeah. Um, next one is Puppet Master. His was a simple one. It says the character's dial should have a one printed as damage on value. Click one, two, and three. I'm actually not sure what he had on clicks one, two, and three. I think it was just blank. Oh, was it blank? Yeah. Who was right. this again? Puppet Master? Puppet Master. Yeah. I must have been because yeah, I don't see anything currently that I could actually tell what it was. Yeah, I'm gonna grab mine real quick. Uh, let's see here. Where is that? Here's I guess he's got. Yeah, I guess he's got precision strikes on those first three clicks, so one damage makes sense. Oh yeah, he yeah. has zero damage on one, two, and three. So yeah, you can't with precision strike and a zero damage. You can't do any damage. <laughs> yeah, so that's good that they fixed that. That's not. I mean, I mean the, the card is correct. It's the dial that wound up wrong for some reason. Yeah. Um, DJ Doom. We knew this was coming at the beginning of the game. Roll two d six and replace the result on this card. If Doom is one fifty, roll three d six. Instead, well, whenever an attack roll is made, you may remove a d six from this card to replace a d six in the roll. So. As intended, once you use a D6, it comes off the card and goes away forever. Not As we initially thought that that's how that was supposed to work. <laughs> yes. Even though people were like, no, 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 no. You can just keep, keep moving or you just can keep using the dice over and over. Yep. So we all knew the way it was supposed to be worded, but people did take advantage. I think so. I think it was you, Ryan, that said someone took advantage of that in Chicago. Where I think that's where the big first tournament was with the rulings. Yeah. yeah. So someone just rolled the 3d6 and then just use those three um or two whatever they had of the point value over and over and over and then someone's like judge <laughs> you can't do this well, so i think that what they were actually doing was they were replacing it with the d6 in the roll so like if uh, there was a six on the card and a three in the roll they would replace the six and the three and now he has a three to use later is what i think they were doing oh so they were taking the other dice yeah, so it was kind of, and then other people were saying it just says you don't remove it. So yeah, it, I think there was quite a few bad rulings on uh, on him. Interesting. Okay, I I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, that kind of seemed like someone read into it a little too much, but yeah. uh, most of most people knew what it was supposed to be. Uh, next one is Doom Annihilating Conqueror. This is a pretty easy one. It says during force construction, friendly characters with the cosmic future or past keyword gain the Latveria keyword. Some people were making the argument that you had to have all cosmic future and past keywords to become Latveria. Again, oh. pretty sure that they uh, meant any of those to have it, so they had to put the or instead of the and there. Yeah, usually, usually when they do the like the uh, the keyword cheat people, it's usually or. It's not usually the 
Because, yeah, like, there's a very small list of figures that have cosmic future and past keywords. Uh, next one was the alchemical potion, which is when equipped, place the alchemical potion in the circle on the front of this card. I guess that threw some people off, apparently, that you had to put it on the front of the card, not, um, what does it say? When equipped, place the alchemy al- alchemical potion in the circle on the back of this card. So apparently people need to know what's front and back of cards. I mean, <laughs> come on, come on, people. It's um, fine. I mean, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Next one is the Silver Surfboard effect. Uh, wing symbol, hypersonic speed. When this character uses hypersonic speed, if this character doesn't have the cosmic keyword, that's where it changes. The uh, last one was when an equipped character without the cosmic keyword. I guess that was confusing some people, so they had to uh, change the wording a little bit, but that's all it was. Mm. Um, emotional modifier got a change. It says, um, I believe... The original one said for hate characters. It said opposing characters. I think it had to no, be just no, just characters. So, but what well, the big change? The big change on this was uh, it was more of a uh, it was a burst, so you could run over and uh, activate it, and then oh, it, you don't have to stay cool. within uh, four. Oh, oh okay. So, yeah, because the it says the uh, oh, you have to stay within four now. Is that how that works? Uh, well, yeah, so now it's all, uh, it's an aura effect now, basically. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so before oh, it yeah, used to... It, it, the equipped character has the chosen passive effect until you choose again, So, but you have to be within four squares of someone in order for this to work. Unless you're... Uh, unless you're... You have to stay, so, but, like, if you, if you activate it, uh, whenever you activate it originally, with the way that it was worded, it yeah. was only, uh, you could activate it and then move away and it was still active on whoever was in those four squares but now when you activate it it's who's ever in those four squares when it's like needing to be used oh that's that's really really i I did that in the last tournament because that's the way it was worded was i activated it and then i boofed away and then the people that were in that radius when i activated it had battle fury the entire game unless i chose a different power yeah exactly a way to (laughs) exploit the wording that's really, 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 really dumb. But yeah. okay. Um, and then the last one is Isotope E, which comes with the... Prime, the regular non-prime? Yep, the regular one. And what's the difference on this one? After revealing forces, you may move this object to your sideline. If you do, this object has sideline active. At the beginning of your game, you may replace a character on your starting force with a character from your sideline of the same name and point value if you do KO this object. What is different about this one? Uh, I think it's the fact that it's not equipment anymore, maybe. Yeah, oh, yeah, yep. yeah. It's this just, a, it's just like an object equipment. that has a specific effect. A special mm-hmm. light object. Yeah, yeah. it used to just... Be, yeah, because it, it had the equip and unequip uh, stuff before as an object. So, But it served no purpose otherwise besides doing the yeah. effect portion. Yep. And then the last ones were legacy cards. Uh, they just had problems getting their whatever power they wanted to put on them. So like the <laughs> Mr. Fantastic Marvel's first family, uh, it should be a um, trait right. instead of a damage power. Or I'm sorry, defensive power. His tactical genius should be a damage power instead of a trait. Human torch Marvel's first family should be a trait instead of a damage power. Fiery aura should be a damage power instead of a trait. <laughs> and then she Hulk file for a change of venue should be a trait instead of an attack power. So all kinds of erratic. Yes. 
<laughs> quality control can, at its best. I can kind of see, like, I don't, I, I mean, I get they should have, like, QR for stuff like this, but I can kind of see because they're updating old cards and adding new traits, so I can kind of see where they might have got mixed up and putting what, like, what the power is supposed to be on there. Slightly, you know, like, oh, do we want to make this, like, a, a full-time trait, or do we want to just make this the new damage power? So I, I kind of get, I kind of get that. But at the same time, like I'm, su- I'm really surprised that they like this many got through their QR process. Those are some rough errors. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's it for the erratas, and then the last thing we're going to talk about is they are doing a buy it by the brick again. No, let me correct that. Buy it by the case. So you remember <laughs> the good old days? I think I'm the only one that remember these good old days. So back in the good old days, when I started playing during collateral damage. WizKids had this program called Buy It By The Brick, where if you bought a brick, you would chop off the bottom of all 10 boosters, send them into their headquarters, and then they would send you a Buy It By The Brick figure back. So some examples were collateral damage, you got a Crypto. In um, Sinister, you got a Venom. Supernova, you got a Doctor Doom. Then when we started going to five-figure boosters... They had one for Crisis where you got the world's finest sentinel base of Batman and Superman. Those were cool because they were numbered. So you could only, there were only 5,000 of them. And then whatever number back you got was the one you got. I have three of them because I like to collect those ones. Um, in Secret Invasion, you had Super, you had Scroll Luminati. Again, that was a number based figure. There's only 5,000 of them made. It was just kind of a cool gimmick that they had. And then they started putting it into boosters. So with. Incredible Hulk, they just put the buy it by the brick figure in the booster or one of them in the brick. And then if you got lucky and pulled it, you got it. It was an AI Marine. It wasn't very good. And then they stopped doing it for a while. Oh, I'm sorry. There was another one for White Lantern Sinestro. And I cannot remember what set that was from. I want to say Brave and the Bold, but I could be wrong. But it was just kind of a cool way to get a, you know, a unique figure. So now they're doing buy it by the case. So you have to spend $200 and I don't think you have to have proof of your receipt, but Uh, it was DC 75th anniversary for Sinestro. DC 75th. That's right. Uh, Cause that had all the other white lanterns in there. But um, now what they're doing is they're doing buy it by the case. You have to buy an entire case slice off the bottoms so maybe a way around that, too, if you don't have to show a receipt. Maybe if you go to a pre-release or something like that, you just scavenge up all the boosters and then collect 20 of them, and hopefully you can send it in. But um, you can get, or once you send those in, you have a chance of getting one of four figures. And yes, I said that right. You have a chance of getting one because you don't get the pick. So there's four figures that are going to be randomly given to you, or one of four figures randomly given to you if you do this. So the first one is a figure that we've seen, which was the Fulcrum Abdominus, which was the one that Scott Porter had that I believe Scott Crampton bought for like $1,400 with no card. Um, so we have no idea what it does. The other one is the... Oh, un- we, know, we, know what, we know what it does now. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, the next one is Unlimited Grod, which is the Justice League Unlimited version of Grod. We also have Unlimited Version Brainiac and Lex Luthor when they merge. That's a really cool one. And then we have Plask Man with a post-off or a post, a mailbox object. And isn't there a few, isn't there a couple of them or is there just the one? What do you, a couple of mailboxes? 
Yeah, wasn't there a couple different things he could turn into? Or is there just the mailbox? Maybe it says Plastic Man with objects, so maybe that is more than one object. But it just shows... I thought there was more than one. Maybe it last just shows year they the previewed one. a few. Yeah. So um, we do see what some of these do. Why don't we go through? Yeah, well, why don't we can click on these and see what these do. So let's talk about the Fulcrum Abdominus. So he is going to be. 285, 130, 65, or 25 points. All kind of weird point dials. Um, he's got Colossal Retaliation, free if a friendly character, yada, yada, yada. Uh, place Justice League Fulcrum such that he can make a close combat attack targeting the chosen character, then do so. That target can't use defense power. So was that Mangog that did the same thing? No. Who was who was that? That's, oh, that was Surter with the sword. Surter. Well, yeah, it's that's... I'm really surprised that they brought this back. Like, I, 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 I don't know who. I don't know. Um, so, but uh, what his stats are are 9, 11, 18, and prob control. So you have a colossal retaliator with prob control that can prob himself. Um, I also forgot to and, mention. And, it's, and they've got three team builds. He's got Superman, yep. LA, JLA, and Batman. So we have a stealthy <laughs> prob. Colossal Retaliator. Cool. <laughs> That's what we need for this game right now. That also has Precision Strike. Yes. Too, <laughs> so his one attack power that he has is Precision Strike. When Justice League Fulcrum KOs the highest pointed opposing character after resolutions, give all opposing characters an attack or an um, action token. So it's good. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen much with a retail. It might if the other team or the um your team has been dwindling down their highest pointed character that's something and the last one of course is a stop and it is just toughness so uh, if robots weren't already gross <laughs> i believe we've <laughs> we've reached like the precipice of what this grossness is going to look like for it's, robot teams yeah it's like hey yeah. try sentinel finally getting rotated out crap fulcrum dominance is back or now in rotation what the yeah, hell yeah we need exactly. and and he's five points. I think was was Trisummel thirty or was he thirty five? Thirty. Yeah, he was 30. okay. So he's even he's even five points cheaper, and he gives you prop. Okay, <laughs> you're losing you're losing the magical pulse wave. Oh my god! Yeah, but you're getting this. And he is Justice League keywords so of those Batman teams out there as well. You can do something with yep. that. And he is Apocalypse, which uh, is so interesting. Dark Side. Hey, you've got a buddy. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what they were like. Like I don't know if this is something that they. What, let me rephrase. We know that this is something that they wanted to release. You know what? Last year, year before, right? This was so this, this is something... pre. This is pre rules change. The way all of this looks. So exactly. So my couple red flags here is: Do we think that this is going to get an early rotation? And when I say early, I don't mean like here next year. I mean like you know, since this was supposed to come out you know, before uh, before the new rule set, um, do you think it'll be put in that bracket? Or um, since they're coming out now with these new rules and everything, is it still going to have that um, long-term, you know, lifespan? No, I think it'll have the three years, just like all the, like the Connellys have, because the, the, the way they worded that post for, like, rotation of, like, hey, we're going to keep in Rebirth because, you know, we basically lost all of last year. I'm thinking that all of these that are coming out now will have the full three-year lifespan they usually have. I would think, anyway. Who knows? I mean, right. I could be wrong, but that's just what I'm trying to read between the, the lines here. It'll probably be like those monthly OP kits where uh, they eventually all rotate out. 
Oh, I figured they oh, just docked them as yeah. the Connellys because that's what they are. But it's probably I mean, like time, rotation. though. Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably and, be and the I, same I, time as uh, Wonder Woman, I'm assuming. I mean, realistically, and this brings me to my second point. I mean, realistically, if this is the case, like if they're going to last this long, this this figure with this new rule set and everything it could do is just dangerous. <laughs> it's just, you know, robot and you got the Spider-Man one, you know, uh, Penny, question yeah, mark? Yeah, yeah. Um, Steampunk and, Penny. You know, Steampunk Penny. There, there it is. Um, it's just, it makes this guy just ridiculous. And he's he's 285 points top dial, like. If you really wanted to, you could play a fifteen-point figure in him top dial. Like that's still scary. He's got hypersonic, all that stuff. Like with three team abilities, this guy is definitely playable on other values. Especially so, with the but twenty-five. Especially with the changes to giants and mm-hmm. like great size, like this guy could just keep going every turn. And that's and he's not unique. unique. As whether nope. you run, as whether you're running him at twenty-five or whatever. Yeah, and he's not unique. So play one or, you know, play three, he goes up and die, play another one, you know, run the next one up and whatever, you know, it's just, ah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, next one is plastic man. It does look, he only comes with one object with is the mail, which is the mailbox, but there are two different versions. So the first one is nifty mailbox. It is a heavy object at the beginning of your turn, roll a D six for each adjacent opposing character, five or six, give that character an action token. That's oh, so pretty cool. Two different kinds of mailboxes. Yeah. Interesting. And then the last one is Mailbox, Indestructible Immobile. At the beginning of your turn, you may give an adjacent opposing character an action token. So one of them you roll for, the other one you don't. We don't know his point values because they did not show that part of his card, but we can go over the front of his card. So he has All-Star Squadron, Freedom Fighter, Justice League, Terrifics, (laughs) Detective, and Police Keyword. He's got two traits. First one, Master of Disguise. If Plastic Man began the game on the map, I'm sorry, if Plastic Man began the turn on the map, generate a disguised Plastic Man object, which is the mailbox, that you haven't already generated this game. If you do, place Plastic Man on your sideline. And the next one is Sideline Active. Choose a friendly disguised Plastic Man object on the map and place it into a square adjacent to its current square. Sideline active. At the beginning of your turn, you may remove a friendly disguised Plastic Man object from the map. If you do, place Plastic Man in the square of the disguised Plastic Man object occupied on this current click. If Plastic Man is only if man, if Plastic Man is the only character on your force, you must do you must do so if able. Otherwise, KO him. Holy cow! Why do they have to come up with paragraphs for some of these powers? Um, uh, because uh, I, I'm I'm going with if I, a bunch of that was missing, it, this wouldn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so you can play just the object, which is the um, not the nifty, or it is the nifty one, and that is three points, which you have to roll off to give it. Or you can just um, swap him out for this mailbox and then give an action tokens. Now, Ryan, you were talking about a combo that you were thinking about with doing with this with Scarab, and what was that again? Uh, I'm not positive it would work, but if you can, and obviously I don't know how good Plastic Man is, but uh, if you can get that uh, him to go into the mailbox and he's indestructible and immobile, uh, then you really can't do anything about uh, Scarab's line of fire with that uh, trait that he has. Yeah, and where he draws a uh, line of fire. That Scarab can draw a line oh, of the fire damage from uh, an object. Yeah, yeah. So that is quite possibly a 
um, strategy some people will use. And then lastly, his last um, power on movement is spring into action. Leap climb, plasticity. When Plastic Man uses leap climb and moves five squares or less after resolutions, he can use quake at no cost. So again, we don't know anything about his point value, his stats, his powers, anything like that, just what's on the top of his card. I'm assuming he's going to have... Well, here we have we have Quake, Impervious, Super Senses, and Shape Change. So those are the only powers that he has. He so might... I'm kind of thinking he's got like full dial Shape Change and full dial Quake. Yeah, I, that's I, I guess he might um, have unless, a... they, unless they just have some blank clicks. He might have like a book card. I don't know. Maybe they just put the front of the card on here. So maybe there's more powers on the inside. I don't know. But uh, for a Plastic Man, he usually isn't that attacky. He's more just annoying to hit. Yeah, but he's got a move and attack, which is not bad. Like the the way, like how how it works, you know. Yeah, I mean, my guess is starting click would be like ten, ten, eighteen, two. Like ten with that special power, uh, quake, and then super senses shape change, and then he gets. Nah, he'll be uh, he'll be an eleven for three. No, I think he'll be impervious shape change. Okay. They usually do the powers in sec- like sequential order, starting from top to bottom. So he probably has impervious first, and then. Um. Then super senses at the end. That's where I'm going to go with anyway. But yeah. I, I, I don't know. But that's just from what previous cards I'm used to seeing anyway. Yeah. They really like to make Plastic Man a con le rather than in the boosters like super rare or anything like that. <laughs> There's it's something about Plastic Man that he's got to be a con le to be a figure. Uh, next one we have the Lex Luthor and Brainiac. So this guy comes at 150 points. He's got Injustice League and Superman Enemy. He's got Injustice League, Project Cadmus, Secret Society of Supervillains, Politician, Robot, and Scientist. This um, one's dope. He's got a pretty good opening dial, but let's talk about his powers first. So he's got a lot of powers. Uh, he's got a trait, Injustice League, at the beginning of your turn, roll a d6. Six, give an action token to an opposing character, 100 points or less. We've seen that before. He's got a... Movement power, disguise the Justice League, or digitize the Justice League. Charge, flurry, plasticity, giant reach two. Attack power, you cannot interfere at this stage. Pulse wave, steel energy, but with close or ranged attacks. And then he's got a defensive power, stop, impervious, protected, penetrating psychic blast. And he's opening up with a 10 with that movement power, 12 precision strike, 19 impervious, 4 damage. He is a flyer with a 6 range and double target. And he has 2 stop clicks, 1 on click 4 and 1 on click 7. He never goes below an 18 defense. And he has 3 19 click defenses. Pretty good. Pretty good. I would say. I think Dan said it, but I mean, this guy looks dope. Like yeah. he just—he looks cool. <laughs> it's everything. I, it's everything. When I saw this, I'm like, I wonder what his dial's gonna come. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this pretty much captures it, at least in my like in my eyes, I guess, for what he yeah. was at the end of the was that the first season or the second season of Justice sure. League Unlimited. I can't remember what that if I'm it was. Sure. But Man, yeah, so charge, flurry, <laughs> giant reach two with a twelve precision strike, nineteen defense, four damage outwit. And he does have plasticity with that too. So if he does get up close to you, um, you're not breaking away unless you can do something fancy and you are then trying to hit a 19 defense. Hey, two stop clicks is always fun. I'm I'm just saying, like, two stop clicks is good. And he kind of gives some beef to Injustice League teams. They haven't, they don't really have, I mean, they have some, but not like a character over 100 points currently. 
that's the, you know this tanky and can dish yeah. out a lot of damage. Like Grundy does a good job, but Grundy's under a hundred points. So and I just right. think like right. this guy can just be carried now. Like he doesn't even have to be doing the carrying. Someone can just carry him up right next to you, plant you there, and then you have to deal with the nineteen defense. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't like the whole flyers can carry flyers thing. I, no, I, made, no, more, I like it. It made more sense when it was like if you were bigger, sure, but it's it's just weird with the that. I don't under, I don't get that. Now the interesting thing with this is, I guess it could help him on some of the clicks he doesn't have outwit with, but he does have Superman enemy, and he starts with outwit. And if it serves my memory correct, Superman enemy is. You have two people with that team ability next to each other. The higher pointed character gets outwit. So I'm assuming that will only work on the clicks he doesn't have outwit on. Wait. Mm. Hold on a second. Yeah. I, I got to double check this and how this is worded. I have it right here also. Oh, if, okay. So free. If this character is adjacent to a friendly character of lower points that can use this team ability, it can use outwit. Yeah. Yeah. So... It only worked for him on clicks two, three, five, six, and seven, so he could potentially have full dial outwit along with those other powers. So that is kind of nifty, but he won't get it on um, click one. And even if someone tries to outwit the def- the outwit, he would still get it through the team ability. Um, and I don't know. No, if it's oh, it if it's outwitted, you can't. Okay. Yeah, you can't use it from any source, even if you're getting it from somewhere else. If they just outwit, outwit, you just no matter what, you can't use it. Okay, I thought it used to work. If it was on a if it was on a special power and they outwitted that special power, you could use it through the uh, Superman enemy, though. Oh, okay. yeah, that's how it works. It's if you do, yeah, if they outwitted a special power and, and yeah, specifically, yes. Gotcha. Yeah, if I would if I would itself is specifically turned off, then that power in general, no matter Ex- what source, is turned off. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. All right. And then, um, real quick, though, r- real quick before we go forward, Ryan, what do you what do you think about this figure? You like this? Are you DC guy? I didn't know if we capped this at the beginning. Um, I definitely more Marvel. Um, this yeah. one specifically, I think, with all the pieces that we're getting, 150 points is probably a little high. the uh, The two stop clicks is pretty nice, and then the steel energy from range is cool. So, uh, I think he's probably a little too easy to still kill at half of a 300 point build, but he seems pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, it is another uh, it is another Project Cadmus, so I think that's Batman Beyond, Ace, and uh, Amazo, and yep, and Amanda Waller. If you need an extra leadership, I think yeah, yeah. got that keyword too. So, and she buffs on, so I mean that's not bad. It definitely looks like a good like fun piece to be the the main part of your team, but I'm not sure if he'll get tons of meta play. Yeah, the keyword is fun. You're right there. Um, question, is Ultron Chase from Captain America, is that 150 as well, top down? Yeah, but he's got, like, yeah. three stop clicks and is, like, ten clicks right. long. So. That's, that, I was just comparing the two. It's like, you know. I like Lex. What do you do? I like this Lex because he's a little more mobile and isn't as concerned about, like, uh, Outwit hurts them both, but, like, he's got more utility than Ultron to me. Ultron's very durable and has, like, yeah. a very long dial, but I just, I don't know. Lex is always able to do something. Like Ultron's just kind of stuck there some of the time. So, yeah, he's well, got a lot. With, yeah, and I think with Flyers being able to be carried, I think that's going to be another edge to Ultron that can could be out there. And potentially he could keep going if you roll well. Like he's got Injustice League, so if you're rolling ten or higher, like he just keeps taking a token off. Lex, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, next one, Adam. What you got? Uh, last one we got um, the unju- the unlimited Grod. So he comes in at seventy five points. He's got Injustice League, 
Team ability, he's got Gorilla City, Injustice League, Legion of Doom, Secret Society of Supervillains, Animal, Ruler, and Scientist. He's got one trait, Injustice League, which we all know it does. He also has a movement power, mind control, sidestep, and stealth. A defensive power, invuln, and mastermind. And a damage power. Okay, let's see if I can get through this whole thing without messing up. <laughs> Leadership, outwit, perplex. When Grodd uses perplex targeting an opposing character, you may have both players roll a d6. If your result is higher, give the target character a devolutionary devolution token. Characters with a devolution token can use charge, earthbound, and battle fury and can't use any other powers. When a character with a devolution token clears, even if this power is lost, remove the devolution power token. So it basically just lets them have three power. I feel like there's been someone like this before that did that. I I know there was the Rebirth Chase Doomsday that had something very similar with its virus tokens. Um but I mean, I don't think it. I don't think it relied on like a power. I think no, I thought there was damage. someone that gave like someone oh. charge Earth. Barbados. Power. Was it that one? Yeah, yeah. Barbados was like any. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's anyone, what it was. Like a certain amount of oh, spurs of it. Right. Uh, yeah. It got four, I think. Yep. But I thought there was something where it couldn't use any other powers to. I could. I don't know. Maybe I'm just going down the rabbit hole. But um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. So you don't have defensive powers. You just have charge, earthbound, and battle fury. So this works really good against people with uh, cosmic energy or power cosmic. It's, you know, you have an 18 impervious with shape change. Uh, No, you don't. You got nothing. So I'm going to hit you now. So I like this guy for 75 points. Uh, Well, he's he's also also got either sidestep TK. He's got mind control. um, Stealth. I like I like him with uh, I like him with also with the liar ring. Yep, mm. he's just another good candidate for it because he's got <clears throat> mind control and outwit, so he can make full use of that ring very easily. And he starts off with a nine with that special power, eleven TK, eighteen with that special power, three damage with that special power, six range. Uh, yeah, I, this is probably one of my favorites out of the uh, four of these. Just the fact that yeah, it, but... he has like dial wide <laughs> outwit. Mm, no, no, because he loses that special power at the end. So, no, I mean like when he perplexes another character, it's your whole dial is just charge. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he's kind of got like um, what Impossible Man did, where if he rolled a power that you can use, you just don't have any powers, and it's not technically outwit, so it works against you know power cosmic and um, cosmic energy people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see. I, this I guy. like this guy, Adam. I agree with you, but like, man, when this thing comes on sale, like when we can buy these, I'm not buying this guy. This guy, its figure looks like he's from like the old school, like '90s, like Burger King toy box or something. Well, you that, know what I mean? That's like, how unlimited looks. Just... That's that's yeah. This is exactly because he's out of the Justice League Unlimited animated TV show. So that's literally I, the, the art style. I get that, and I get that 100. percent but man, I just. So you like you like you, you liked JLU as a set, but then you see this and you're like, oh my god! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Seems a little yeah, pricey though. Seventy five points for just a support piece, right? I mean, he's doing he, like I said. I mean, he can do offense. Like he's got 
a good mind control with sidestep and stealth. He's he's got. I mean, he's you know. I feel like he can do just as much offensively as he can do defensively. No, but I agree with Ryan. I mean, it is a lot for a support piece. I mean, especially nowadays, you know, it, it's just it's too much. And maybe at the time that this was supposed to come out, it would have been cool. But I mean, we look at past Connellys um, or whatever. Um, a lot of them are about this point range and playability. I mean, everything we, we've reviewed today, looking at, I mean, it's kind of like past Connellys. They're you know they're cool. They do awesome things. Sometimes they got awesome molds, but they just they don't play competitively as much. My counterpoint yeah. to that is like, when do we reach a point where nothing is cheap enough anymore? So it's like it would right. be it would be nice if something's would get a little like better balancing. Where it does seem like the new stuff is more balanced. I don't think it definitely like skyrocketed for a year, maybe, but it does seem like it's kind of flatlining here. Yeah, and I wonder if that's what they did for some of the power creep. Was they're like, all right, hard reset button, and that was maybe that was part of the decision between the rules and everything else was just like all right hard reset button because otherwise power creep's just gonna take us into a place we can't exist right yeah and then you release abominus and then you know in the same <laughs> set you say that <laughs> you know what i mean but i hear what you're saying 100 percent. i'm just saying it's like I, there's always kids be, you always gain points but there, something and there's else. always gonna, i feel like there's always gonna be an outlier and this, that's right. one of them where you're just like cool why did that ever get okay yeah but yeah. it you know it is what it is Right. And Obama's isn't to completely broken. It's just one of those things that we're talking about balance, and then you release that. You know yeah, what I mean, exactly. Just, yeah, yeah. But those are the four that you're going to be able to get if you do buy a case. I am getting my case myself, so I'll be getting one of the four. We'll see. Hopefully, in the mail, you get a bigger box and not a smaller box. Because if you get the bigger box, that means you're getting the fulcrum. Um, if not, you're going to get uh, one of the other three. But I think they're all interesting. Um, if yeah. I if so, I had to rank these, I would probably do the adopt the the big guy. Then I would personally go with Grod, and then probably Plastic Man, and then Brainiac Lex Luthor. I think yeah, you guys probably the point value on Plastic Man, though, right? That's, I'm guessing yeah, we, fifty points, we don't know. maybe forty. Uh, no, forty twenty. Yeah, forty twenty is what he at. What he's at. Where do you see that? On the one of the pictures, I can see the back. Oh of the yeah, style. you can. You clearly can see that, and that would make sense why he's unique. So if you zoom in on his on his mold, oh, when you zoom on his figure, 40, gotcha. Oh, there yeah, you go, yeah. His figure. Okay. Yeah, forty twenty. But I mean, I was going to rank the same route. I was just going to say, hey, um, big guy first, plastic man. Actually, I was going to put plastic man next, and then Lex, and then Grodd. I mean, I just, I just really like that Lex. It looks cool. Yeah. But, Dan, how would you rank these guys? Uh, are we talking like just meta play abilities that we're going just for? the way you like, like which one? Oh, yeah, like ability. Okay, I would Perfect. for me, I would go Lex and then Grodd and then Plastic Man and then Abominus. And then Ryan, Ryan what are you? Uh, I'd uh, put Abominus first and then maybe Lex and then Plastic Man, and I'd probably have to put or no, sorry, then Grodd and then Plastic Man, I'd have to put last. I just pieces like that tend to not work how you want them to. Yeah. Which one you mean? A uh, plastic man. Oh yeah, I I would need to see his stats. Like his trait and everything sounds all right, and his he's got a good movement power. So I the mean, twenty forty points does help though. I, I do like yeah, that yeah. better. But again, yeah. he's cheap, so it's not like I mean, if I'm getting a good, decent attacker with some utility for forty points, I can't really complain. Right. Yep. 
Um, but then again, too, like, is he a, a 10 or an 11 attack? I mean, you, kinda, you don't know that either. I, so I, feel like, helps. I feel like with Power Cube, he's probably 11 for 3. Um, that's yeah. probably what I'm thinking. Right. Yeah. And like I said, talk about balance. I mean, for those those point values and potential stats, I mean, he's unique. So it's nice that it's balanced that way. Um, yeah, he's so probably a little be better. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's 11-3 or something like that. So. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, those are the four that you'll be able to get. So hopefully uh, you get the one that you want. And then last or not last, th- next thing we're going to do is we're going to continue on with our reviews of the Wonder Woman 80th anniversary set. And we're just going to do the rares today. And we're going to save super rares for next. We're going to draw this out. We're going to make you guys want to come back <laughs> and listen to our beautiful voices and our most interesting opinions because we are so good at this game. So we're going to do the rares next and first one we are gonna do angle man you know angle man i want to know come, who, who comes with the angler yes <laughs> I, I i really want someone to do like a robot chicken where it's a super villain or superhero like support group like what's your superhero name angle man like what the hell <laughs> like where did you get that from or uh, Condiment King or something like that. I think that would be a hilarious skit to do. But anyways, Angleman um, is a six-range, triple target, 45 points, secret society of supervillains. He's got one trait taken from Apocalypse. Angleman may start the game with the Angler equipped. Um, do we know what that does? Yes. Hold on a second. Because I'm on the uh, forums. Yeah, it, it does. So it's... Uh, it's a, I think it's a light object. Yes, it's a light object. Effect is phasing teleport with a speed value of 10. Free, if this character is adjacent to an object, a printed wall, or a printed square of blocking terrain, place them in another square within six squares in line of fire that is adjacent to an object, printed wall, or printed square of blocking terrain. Okay, that's not bad. It's free, you said? Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad, actually. Um, and then he has a damage power. I see all the angles. Prob control. Once per turn, Angleman may reroll any three for attacks or breakaway rolls. Um, so it's kind of like with the the I forgot the like, She Hulk had it in the last set where you, she could reroll a four. Uh, this guy's only a three. Uh, he has an eight stealth, ten attacks. Seven, oh, the Fantastic Four for four minutes. Yeah. Uh, he has an eight stealth, ten attack, seventeen senses with three damage. With that, I see all angles powers. He's he's a fun figure. He's not going to see much play, I don't think. I do like that angler um, object, though. I think that is kind of like an out of the shadows Batman kind of thing. If you want to equip it, but there are better equipment. How much is it, Dan? I think it's. Hold on a second. I think it's ten. That's pretty pricey. Holy yeah, it's ten. yeah, it's ten. Yeah, it's ten. I think most objects like equipment now is like ten points, unless it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's he'll he'll be a fun one to play in casual games, but that's pretty much it. I'd be happy to pull him in sealed. Yes, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, next one, we have zero thirty four Wonder Girl. She has Titans and Wonder Woman allies. She's zero range, one target, seventy five points. Has Amazon, Teen Titans, Justice League, DD, and Warrior. She has two traits. Champion of that one place Wonder Woman lives. Lasso of Truth. <laughs> Wonder Woman or Wonder Girl may start the game with any Wonder Woman equipment. If Wonder Girl is equipped with the Lasso of Truth, when using it, in, in, it incaps all hit targets. I'm sorry, man. When using its <laughs> incap, all hit targets can't use damage powers until your next turn. 
And I did confirm that, Dan, that you can still use prob because you're not hit until the the attack is resolved. So you were right. Oh, that's what I thought. So that yep. means you can use shape change too. Yep. So yeah, the uh, the hit has to be you know finalized, then you can't use damage well, powers. That's what that's what I thought, but you know people are people. People are well. It was one of those wording things. I wanted to just double check with that. And then Titans Reborn, we all know about that one. Uh, she's okay. She's pr- pretty pretty uh, uh, big beef stick. Eleven charge, eleven quake, eighteen impervious with a three damage CCE with a fly or a flight symbol. So she's pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, she's 12 for 4 top dial, and that's not bad for 75 points. Yeah. She kind of reminds me of just like She-Hulk from the last set, just long dial, good stats, can hit like a ton of bricks. She's okay. De- decent steel trigger, yeah. Yeah, yeah steel exactly. for sure. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not meta, but if you're looking for like a good Teen Titans piece, she's good. Yep. Yeah. All right. Speaking of meta figures, uh, we have uh-huh. 035 Teen Lantern. So sh- this... Is it a she? Keely? Yeah, Keely. Uh, she has Green Lantern. Might be, might be Kelly, but I don't Kelly? know. Kelly? Maybe. Uh, Green Lantern core team ability and police. Six range, one target, 75 or 30 points. Green Lantern core, young justice and scientist. Um, she Her role, it just says role tag. I don't. Is she a captain? Sidekick? What is she? This does not say on here. Where do you see that? It says... It says trait roll tag. Oh, I don't think she's one of those. Okay. Maybe no. it's a misprint. Um, she does have a, a defensive power, hacking the Green Lantern battery. Barrier. Barrier is free, but only to generate one marker. When Teen Lantern uses prob control, you may choose one of her barrier markers, and she may count range and line of fire as if she occupied that square. So her 75 points, she's starting off with a 10 running shot, 11 attack, 18 defense with that power, and 3 prob. And then 30 points, you are looking at a 7 running shot, 10 attack, 17 with that power, and a 2 damage prob. So the reason why she is meta is you have a 30-point character that can carry 8 flyers because now you can carry flyers. Well, no, that was a change specifically to the Green Lantern team ability as well. Did they change that as well? What is it? Yeah, like it's passenger eight. We can carry yeah. flyers as long as I think they share a keyword. Maybe I'm not 100 percent about that, but I'm pretty. I know they can carry flyers for sure. Well, now I thought they, they can, just they switched it before. so that uh, they you cannot carry flyers with the Green Lantern team ability. I thought. Oh, maybe I didn't see that. Oh, I'm just pretty know... sure. Hold on, let me let me There's find. Because a... the got to get to the bottom of this. The most recent <laughs> ruling is just passenger eight for Green Lantern. Hold on a second, let me find it. Because I'm pretty sure I saw it on the on one of the cards with one of the. And I would uh, say, like I, you know, seventy five point mark, and like no, no one's gonna play a seventy five point mark. You look no. at a thirty point mark, and then you look at a thirty point mark. You're like, okay, you got running shot, you got vanilla yeah. vanilla attack power, you got your spare, special barrier power, which you only have that once at your thirty points, which thirty points is all you need it for. Um, then you got prob with what two damage is it? So. Like Adam said, if this depending when you guys figure that out, Green Lantern team ability for thirty points, you know, and it's a flyer. You can now carry flyers, pretty solid thirty points with the police team ability. So, with prob and barrier for free for one marker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it does say right. It says so. The new one on the card it says this character may carry characters regardless of the flight symbol. See what I tell you. Also, uh, oh, the issue was the fact that um, 
unless something's different in the comprehensive is that you like everyone can do that now so it's not necessarily needed to be said yeah, yeah that's what the issue was with that's it that's why i don't like that they changed that because then it's like this guy i mean you can still carry eight people which is a lot but it, like then updating it was useless for at least for the flight part yeah yeah so she is probably the the now the best taxi in the game i do and, she's like... got, and she's got pd on top of that yep. Good to yeah and she got pd so yep um, I do keyword. like Waldo still. You oh. do get perplex and a support piece out of that, but um, no. Re- real quick, Ryan made a good point. I didn't even see it. Maybe Adam, you said it, but she's scientist, ladies and gentlemen. And you know how I yeah. feel about scientist keyword, my boy uh, Leonardo da Venom. So she definitely <laughs> competed. I was really, su- I was like really surprised you hadn't noticed that. Yeah, yeah no, but no. again, <laughs> I'll go back to what I said earlier. I don't know how important theme's going to be nowadays. It may be important for some people, but. The fact that you're only getting a plus three um, initiative roll and only three probs, it's all going to depend on if you really need map or not. And you really can't depend on map with a plus three because your percentage for winning initiative drops dramatically with only a plus three. I agree with that. But the same thing, like these Spider-Man chases, these Carnage chases came out. And I think that adds a lot of like, you know, building blocks to your teams you can add a bunch of characters that normally wouldn't be on a team who don't have prob or theme team prob, whatever yes now they can go on those teams so i agree with you saying but we do also have a lot more accessible that and they're 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 really trying to emphasize playing on a theme anyway with the way that like pieces that are coming out so yeah i mean obviously you can still make non-theme work i'm not i'm not saying that but it there's plenty of pieces that offer advantage for playing a theme so yeah there's an argument to both sides yeah play whatever you want (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> pretty much yeah uh next one we have zero thirty six zeus we all know okay, kane likes his big beefy zeus guys uh, yeah, yeah which he still doesn't saying. believe that guy from the justice league movies muscles are real <laughs> it's not real bro look at that guy's arms his chest bro he got no waist like that's not real, not real. <laughs> that actually is real you just don't actually you didn't actually look up who that was but you know whatever all right, Dan. I know you tell lies a lot on this podcast, and right now you're telling a big one, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Again, it's not real. It's not I real. feel like I could back up all of my, my statement with fact, but, you know, whatever. Um, this guy has cosmic energy. Mystics has a seven-range triple target. Uh, it says 200 or 175 question mark. I guess they're not no, sure. No, it's 175 or 100, sir. Well, no, on the forums so- it says 200 and then 175 question mark. So there's yeah. a misprint. The yeah, card, uh, the digital card is 175, but his base says 200, kind of oh, like really? the Sinister Clone issue oh, from House of X. Quality control, whiz kids. Come on. Um, <laughs> keywords are deity, mystical, and ruler. Um, so he's got a ally as a role. He's got improved hindering terrain for targeting. He's got a trait, a god among gods, sideline active, unique modifier, friendly captains and psychics, modify attack. Plus one and attacking when attacking one plus characters with the DD keyword. Attack power, shock and awe, penetrating psychic blast. When Zeus hits, each hit character halves their speed value until your next turn. And a defensive power, you dare to strike me, stop, impervious. Each time this click is revealed after actions resolved, knock back each opposing character within two range. So he's kind of has like, I think there was a Shazam that did that too, where you got to that and then they either took. Um, damage or got knocked back but this guy's got some stats 
So he starts off at 175 with an 11 or 11 running shot, 12 with that shock and awe, 19 impervious, five damage prob. And then he's got a stop click right before his 100 line. And then his 100 line is nine running shot, 11 shock and awe, 18 impervious, four damage prob. And then he has one more stop click on his last click. Never goes below an 11 attack, never goes below a 18 defense, never goes below a 4 damage, and always or never goes below an 8 movement. So this boy's got some stats. Yeah, and I really think he's got really, some really solid. He's an, yeah, he's an ally also. Those keywords are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I really think he's got potential. I mean, in, in the meta play, you know, 175 points, that's over half your build. You know, a lot of people turn their heads, but... You know, he's got two stop clicks, which he pushes people back, which is cool. Um, but I really like his attack power, which he has, like, almost all the way through his his dial. All but on his last them, click. Yeah, except for the last click, which if you hit them, um, the characters have their speed until your next turn. And so that's, he's got you just have triple to target. You don't exactly. have to even do damage. Like, you can say, I'm going to do all my five damage to one guy, but you guys got hit, so you guys are not moving as nearly as fast. Right. So, I mean, I, I like I said, I think this guy's got potential, especially with his movement, his range, his triple multi-target, like depending got, on who you surround yourself with. Like, he's got targeting hindering, so you're not hiding from him. At yo. least you're not out stealthing him. He's like, sorry, I see you. Yeah. And I, I got to go back and look at the keywords, but I mean, you can hold well, ruler. But anyway, very what playable. I'm saying is very playable. <laughs> you can run him with the 30 point Green Lantern chick we just talked about, like playable. As long as he's 175, I think if he ends up being 200, I don't think so anymore. But I think you can make him work at 175 with DD Mystical, and Ruler. For sure. And he's a good candidate for, as much as I don't want to say this, the Soul Gem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, if we were going, you know, yes, no meta, I would definitely... I, my vote would be yes on this one. But I know, it, I know, like, right now, talking about it, he just he has potential. Like, for sure. Um, next one, zero thirty-seven. A Giganta. We got team um, symbol Injustice League. Zero range, one hundred or thirty points. Female Furies, Injustice League, Legion of Doom, Secret Six, Secret Society of Supervillains, Suicide Squad, and Scientist has um two traits. <coughs> Excuse me, as a retail. Which is, we all know how that works. Uh, it is a power action, however. Um, choose an opposing character that attacked Giganta or damaged another friendly character since your last turn. Place Giganta such that she can make a close attack target the chosen character. Then do so. If Giganta is on a theme team, this trait is an activated as a free instead. Um, size manipulation. At the beginning of your turn, you may choose that Giganta is a giant until your next turn. If you do, she takes a max of two damage from attacks until your next turn. So that's really good. And again, she's very beefy. She starts off with an 11 charge, 11 quake, 18 invuln, four damage. Then she has some sidestep toughness and some CCE in the middle. And then on 30 points, you're looking at a nine charge, 10 quake, 18 invuln with three damage naked. Um, I don't think you're playing her at 100. I think you're playing her at 30, um, if you're playing her. But um, she's okay. Thoughts? Yeah, nothing, Wait, I could... Nothing I, I too great. Under... Go ahead. Oh. Dan, did you have something on her? Me? Yeah. Uh, you're probably not playing her. You're probably playing the prime version of her, but that's just my opinion on that. Uh, 
I haven't looked that far ahead, but I did. I couldn't unmute myself fast enough. But um, I, I really do think she has potential at 100 points. Um, and I say that because of the keywords she has. You know, giving yourself another retailer. She's she can attack on her own. You know, it's also that she's um, got stay like staying power because of her trait. You can just right. make her giant, and then she's like, I take a max of two. So, right. Which would the rules for giant is wait? I can't remember. Is the rules for colossals that for giants and colossals or just yeah? Colossals? It's great. It's great size. So that applies. You would lose it. You would okay. lose it though by the time it's your next turn. So you wouldn't be able to do the roll, the fancy yeah, roll. Yeah, that, which that's unfortunate, but um, yeah. just that's that's how that works usually. Gotcha. Which, regardless, I mean, like, like you said, you know, being able to turn big and cap your damage at two, I, I, I think this, you know, even at that 100-point mark, I think is pretty decent. I think she's got potential, for sure. Potential. And if you do but, retail, um, you can choose Quake and Giant Reach, too. So, I mean, it's it's possible. 100 points just seems a little pricey for uh, for that type of piece, but maybe. I mean, it's, I, it's, I think at the 100-point line, you, you're, you're not, you're going in for her actually being your offensive piece, not just so you um, want to get hit? And yeah, well, not just that, but you, uh, she's one of your main attackers at 100 points, is what I'm saying. Like you're right, building, yeah. you're build, I think you're, I think you're going either uh, like in Justice League or Secret Society or something, or even Secret Six probably because Secret Six is still, especially with the chases. Mm-hmm. You know, um, those are good. So that's what I'm thinking. Is then she's she's on your force, and you're just hoping to get the retail off. Like you're not building it just so she can retail. And then, well, and on top of that, like, just give her props on her 30-point mark. I mean, if you run her on scientist team um, with the Spider-Man family, you know, now you got a 30-point retailer. So, who can turn who, who, who can turn giant? So, it's always nice. Yeah, but potential. We'll see what anybody does with it. So. Um, yeah, next, let's see what the prime one's about. Yep, next figure, as Dan said, she does have a prime version. She is team player and Wonder Woman ally. She's got zero range, double target. She has 75 points or 25 points in Justice League, Legion of Doom, Secret Six, and Scientist. Two traits, Reluctant Alliance. When establishing theme teams, you may choose a friendly character named Wonder Woman. If you do, Gigantic gains the key, that character's keywords. Retail choo- power, choose an opposing character that attacked a friendly character or that was attacked by a friendly character named Wonder Woman since your last turn. Place Giganta such that she can make a close attack targeting the chosen character, then do so. Attack power, knock them off their feet. Quake, when Giganta is targeting two plus characters, she deals her printed damage value to each hit target, and after resolutions, give each hit target an action token. That's really good. That's why she has the double target with zero range. And then defensive power, which she has it on all clicks except for her last. Pick on someone your own size. Invuln, Giganta takes a max of one damage from characters with the tiny standard or colossal symbol so only people that are giants are doing their full damage uh, uh yeah <laughs> there's a problem no. worth talking about and she's yeah. got team, and she's got team player so and she's got wonder woman so she's got senses on a six and and, and on top of that it, it, let me reread this so on our retaliation choose an opposing character that attacked a friendly character or that was attacked by a friendly character named Wonder Woman since your last turn. So that's really cool. <laughs> you know, Wonder Woman runs in, punches, then she goes, okay, my turn, and pops in and quakes everybody. Like, that's I'm, even, I'm even, well, really no, cool. she can't quake everyone. So that doesn't work. So you can, you can oh, get, you're right, you're right. Sorry. You can get the knockback from quake now because that's passive, but she won't actually be able to quake everyone. 
Right. But I mean, still four damage making your, you know, you're right. Don't get too quick, but she still comes in and says my turn. Like, that's oh, really yeah. Cool. And the thing, the thing I like with that is if I'm, I would pair her with a, a shooting Wonder Woman, someone that can, you know, yeah. a, a range attacker and then have, especially if someone, especially for the, the times where she can't reach with her, with her, her charge and her giant mm -hmm. reach. Like, okay, all right, Wonder Woman, shoot them first, and then... Well, it's, it's then almost like a call-in from the Venomverse, but DC style. Yeah. 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 So I'm pretty sure you can't actually use Quake, though, with that, because you don't activate Quake anymore. Just when you make a close attack, you choose to target everyone around you or one person. So it would work there on just go. close attacks now. There you go. See, Dan telling you, that Zeus guy, all his whole body, <laughs> it's a lot you. <laughs> I just played that. No, but I, I really do. That's this is awesome for the. Oh, that's about that's, that's really that's really, really disgusting because then her retail ship she's targeting more than two plus people. Yeah. She's, wait. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, you you, know? would, you would choose to use Quake or not, and then yeah, you could target more. Because Quake is just passive, right? Yeah, well, yeah, you get to choose if you want it. It's not like a power action that you would activate after not, uh, charge anymore. Via a, it's not activated via a close anymore? Yeah, you just choose if you want to target more than one. If if you want to use Quake, then you would target more than one. Oh, okay, that's really... I mean, well, with her, you'd always want to, because they're like, yeah, I want to deal four damage to a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but, you know, to, to kind of, like, ease in on this being, quote, broken or whatever, I mean, it's a prime slot, so... You know, as far as prime slots go, this is pretty cool. You know, so um, does she have a lower point value? She yeah, twenty-five. Oh no, it is. Yeah, she does. I forgot about that. She has what thirty? No, twenty-five. Twenty-five. Two, yeah. two clicks for twenty-five points. Although I kind of like the, I actually really like the seventy-five points. Honestly. Yeah. No, for sure. I think for the seventy-five points, you're you're paying for it. And, and the funny thing is, like, you can you can put her on a Justice League team because you can just Wonder Woman and then Justice League, yep. and she gains the keyword. Yep. Yeah, one hundred percent. I the man, this is great. <laughs> I can tell, I, I really like it as you get. I might <laughs> I might have to look at this. This is this is cool. So very right. very I don't want to say alpha strike, but I guess along those terms, depending on what team you build, like th this is in your face. Like you can't get especially at that seventy five point mark, you're like, Hey, I'm in your face. So and she yeah, it's ah, really good. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Next one we have Doctor Cycle. I've always been a Doctor Cycle fan. So he is in Justice League team player, seven range, triple target, forty five points, Legion of Doom, Secret Society of Supervillains, and Scientist. A lot of scientists in this set. Mm -hmm. Um targeting ignores elevation terrain, ignores hindering terrain, and ignores characters. Uh trait Mind control when Dr. Cycle uses it and after resolutions give each character an action token and then a defensive power stop, energy shield, and super senses. He's kind of got a reverse dial, but he starts off with a 6 sidestep, 10 TK, 17 mastermind, 1 damage leadership. And then he goes um, a little bit more offensively. He's kind of like a Batman almost where he gets better as he gets pushed on because then he gets some psychic blast and ends with a 6 Stealth, 12 Psychic Blast, 16 with that stop power, and a 2 damage. Uh, for 45 points, he's a really good mind controller. I mean, yeah. The 10's not the greatest attack value, but there's always perplexes, which there always have been. So uh, for 45 points, how much is the Prime Batman? 40? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of the same premise. You're paying 40 points, but you are getting a stop click. Uh, you aren't going board wide, obviously. 
So it is just kind of how you want to um, play it. But again, if you if you like again, he has the scientist keyword or Legion of Doom or Secret Society. Secret Society's actually got some decent stuff going on here. So I mean, that might be playable. I think Black Adam is still in. So Black Adam is Secret Society as well. So if you can get <laughs> enough of these guys going, I mean. Um, Black Adam's still really good at 100 points. So, nope. Sorry, I was um, turning on some water here. Um, for 45 points, I think you know this guy's got a stop click. I I do think this guy's going to be playable. Like you're saying, Dan. Depending what you surround yourself surround him with, I think this guy is has potential. You know, seven range, seven range, yeah, seven range, triple target, stop click, 45 points, team player, like it's. Playable. Net targeting, yeah. I mean, yeah, just, targeting, just exactly. being able to hit the back row if you're trying to hide somebody behind, you know, if you're trying to body block, he he doesn't care. So yeah, I don't know if anyone's watched that Harley Quinn show, uh, that cartoon on that was on the DC Network or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's all on in, HBO. Yeah, uh, I mean, I want to play this character alone just for that from that show. But <laughs> which this one? Oh yeah! All right, that's the all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started watching <laughs> that show, and it's that guy. Yeah, I want to play this guy now. Yeah, yeah, that that reason alone, I want to play him, but he does seem pretty good. Yeah. Um. Next one, Kane. I'm gonna have you talk about this one because I just got the last matchup for Make It Meta, so I'm going to post those matchups. So why don't you go and talk about this guy while I do that? I really all like right. This too, by the way, what's that? Say that again. I really like this piece, actually. Oh, then Dan, why don't you take it? Oh, okay. So the next one is Strife. So this has a 50 or a 25 point line. Uh, Comes in at 50 points or 25. Has the Mystics TA. Zero range. um, Has Deity Mystical. Has a trait. I come in peace. If Strife is 25 points, she is KO'd when her dial clicks past the red KO line. Protected Pulse Wave. So if she's 50 points, you get four extra clicks and a stop click. Otherwise, you get her first two clicks of one, of one and two for 25 points. Um, her stop click is the on click three. It's the only thing you're going to be is lunch. So stop invuln. When this click is first revealed for the rest of the game, she has giant symbol and can't be healed past this click. And then it's her, her damage power, which is on clicks one and two, is what do you expect? They attacked me first. Standard friendly characters within four squares have mystics. That's really good. Yeah, <laughs> really good. Uh, I think, you know, at 25 points, you know, giving your team that power, I think is pretty solid, (laughs) you know. Um, I mean, it it is an Oz, you know, this is a Mr. Oz figure, right? Um, It's it's got that cheap point value if you want to use it. It's very, you know, versatile, um, but it also has a bigger point value you can play at if you want to. Um, And I think, I think her... At a 50-point mark, I'm kind of filibustering because I'm trying to decide if I'd play her at 50 points. It's not bad at all. I just I just don't think I'd play her at 50 points. Yeah, probably, it's definitely worth it, but I, probably, I think... I, I, I probably you, would just because the you're catching your opponent off guard. You're like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. What were you saying, Ryan? Uh, I think if she's on your team, you're really only putting her on there for the 25 points. And even though that's definitely a, a, I think it looks like it's worth 50 points with a stop click and, you know, she dies on click seven, it still looks pretty good with the new close combat expert. But if she's making your team, it's probably only for those first two clicks and you can probably do something else with another 25 points. Yeah, I guess. I just, I I, guess, I, I was thinking like wh- like how, how much was already on my team and I'm like, well, the, that for 25, those extra four clicks for 25 points isn't a bad price to pay. No, no, definitely not. 
Yeah, and I agree but, because she does have size up on those last four clicks, which and means she's, she's and giant. she goes yeah, and she goes giant. So then she gets yeah, then she gets the great size, which she can just keep going potentially yeah. turn over turn. Oh, that part's yeah, that's true actually. Does so she lose that, it though if she gets knocked again though? Uh, no, because it's for the rest of the game. So she's the, oh, okay. giant after that. Uh, yeah, that part actually makes her way better. <laughs> so that's why yeah, that's why definitely. I really like her is the, is because of that change. Like she goes to a single base giant once she hits that stop. And then she's 11 for three. And if you have some empower or whatever, which could be granted, they're trying to emphasize empower more often. She can really ramp up, which is cool. Right. And she's 50 points. Yeah. (laughs) So, So. yeah, no, I agree. I think this is something that either A, has potential, or B, is definitely going to be played. Um, I guess it just depends on what teams you play her on. With that Deity and Mystical, you obviously don't have that much wiggle room. Um, nah, but Deity's got a lot of support going on right now, so I'm I'm digging that. Yeah. And Mythical's always been good, so yeah. So we'll we'll see what they do. I I, I think this is a figure that I'd be interested to see what what players do when they get their hands on it. So, um, um, let's see. Kane, why don't you oh. go to the next one? Star Sapphire, and then I should be done yeah. after this one. Yeah, just let us know when you're back. We'll, we'll drive. It's all right. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Starfire's next one, huh? Star Sapphire. Yeah, yeah. She good. Oh, Star Sapphire. Sapphire. Fancy now. All right, so she comes in. She's got two point values. The first one's 60 points. Um, she's got six range, uh, flyer with eight running shot, 11 penetrating second blast, 17 ESD, and then three damage with a special power. Um, she has a tag, which is ally. Um, she has a trait to kill Hal Jordan. Sideline active, unique modifier. Friendly care. Wait, real quick. Sideline active and unique modifier. So we decided that even if they're knocked out, power still takes an effect no it's if they're even if they're on the sideline for some odd reason that unique modifier still works okay so you wouldn't you let's say or no no no. It's you, even if they're on the field the unique modifier is active it's because there's a comma there i guess it's not that they're two separate things right so you can either have it on your sideline or if it's on the field the power still activates yeah, yeah. Exactly. okay okay so um friendly captains and sidekicks modify attack plus one excuse me when attacking one plus characters with a Green Lantern course keyword, we've seen this kind of trait, but with different wording. Yeah, um, but basically the same thing. Um, leader of the Dan, you got that word? <laughs> the Zamorans. Yeah, Zamorans. There we go. Uh, leadership and another unique modifier. Uh, when Star Sapphire uses it and succeeds, friendly characters modify defense plus one until your next turn. Um, and then her lower point value looks like it's twenty five points. Um, uh, her keywords, I missed her keywords, yes. but her keywords were Cosmic, Herald, Injustice League, and Star Sapphires. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Dan. I'm going to go with the only way you're playing her is at 25 points, but she's really good at 25 points because you have Sidestep, TK, and Barrier, and Flight for 25 points. So Yeah. yeah, And, and I did neglect to mention that she does have Injustice League team ability. Um, yeah, I agree with Dan. I, I think this is just the figure you play at 25 points, if anything. So. I don't think there's a lot of cosmic leadership though. So at 60 points, still having that pensai, uh, it's yeah. not terrible with leadership. True, you can't and, really, uh, you can't really dismiss that just because cosmic is lacking leadership right now. Yeah, this will be this will right. be vi- this will be viable at 60 until a cheaper cosmic leadership pops up. Right, and I think right, yeah. I think that's been the running theme with these lately. Like like I think last few sets or hell maybe last couple of years, I don't think there has been really any cosmic leaderships. No, the last one was like the, the Groot from Avengers Infinity. He was really cheap, right. was twenty points for leadership. So, right, right. So, yeah, I mean, you made a very good point, Ryan. I think when you, if you need a leadership on your team, you know, unfortunately, you're paying sixty points. If she was fifty, I'd say like for sure. 
But she's not uh, awful for, for no, six, not at all. Yeah. Well, if she succeeds on it, it's friendly characters. I mean, she bumps up to a twenty defense from range, and then you know if you're yeah. playing more like that, so yeah, and yeah, Green Lantern key, uh, Green Lantern core keywords get one plus. Uh, That's not going to happen. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. You might get the nail a taxi or something, but I don't think there's a whole lot of Green Lantern, Lantern Corps uh, people. Yeah. And then you also have was... to be playing captains and sidekicks and all that, so it's probably not going to come into play too often. I was thinking often. the what, the new Green Lantern that has the new stop for 75 points is pretty good, so I thought that might be a possibility. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, the one that might get played, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, all right, let's see. What we got for the next one? Wonder yeah, Woman. Yep, I need woman. one more, guys. One more. One more, <laughs> one more figure and I'll be back. You're good. It's all right. We we could take the wheel. It's all right. This um, next one is the uh, next shifting focus. It's the 041 Wonder Woman. Why don't you go ahead and read it this one, Dan? Okay, so she starts out at 75 points. She's one of the shifting focus. She has the Wonder Woman TA. She's got four range with two targets. She's got flight, two traits, the Princess of the Mascara again, so she may start the game with any Wonder Woman equipment. Her shifting focus, Wonder Woman, is free. If Wonder Woman began your turn on the map, replace her with another character with this trait. When Wonder Woman uses the shifting focus trait when, while equipped with a equipment, she, you may remove that object from the game and don't score it instead of unequipping it because then you may equip another one when you bring the next Wonder Woman in for shifting focus. So being able to like swap out equipments as you swap in and out for shifting focus is pretty dope. And then she's got a damage power on her entire dial, which is... I will hold them. Unique modifier. Opposing characters within, within range modify defense minus one for each action token they have. So potentially shifting into this one to line up your next attack with someone can be pretty nuts, depending on how many tokens people have. So um, that's that holds some value. I mean, I, I I think it does. I mean, being minus two just because I have two tokens on a lot of my characters could suck. So, and I think definitely like what you're saying, like you know, standalone. Nah, eh. but I think definitely you know with the shipping focus that that you know accessibility is always well. Yeah, you're you're never playing shipping focus just as like this is it because you right. always want, you always want all of them. But the fact that she not... offers some kind of utility for a turn where okay, she might not be the one attacking. I mean, she can still attack for sure, but you know if if you've got another hitter, I mean that's really helpful to not have to use like perplex on defense when you can just be like, hey. All of you guys that have two tokens are minus two, and anybody's got one is minus one for, for for nothing. Just her being on the field. Well, I meant like if she wasn't shifting focus, like probably wouldn't run her. But the fact that she well, has yeah. a shifting focus figure, um, you know, she does have twelve attack top dial, so I mean, can always start with her if you really wanted to. But uh, yeah, it's just her range is a little short, even with running shot. Yeah. I mean, that four, four range kind of hurts a little bit, but yeah, definitely. She's um, cool. What yeah. I heard a lot of people cool. are doing with this are ideas with the sifting focus is i believe it's the lasso that does free in cap so what you do is you just keep on swapping out wonder woman's and free in capping until you can't do it anymore because they well, keep, wouldn't they, you they keep only be able object, to do it once because it's a free but it's it's not that character doing it So you start off. But the with... shifting focus is free, though. That's really dumb. Again, with this whole shifting focus. <laughs> yes. That's really tiring. With these so you can do it twice every, and then just lock a time. team down. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, that's still, yeah, silly, but I mean, at least you only do it twice, <laughs> you know? But that's all it takes because if you have two action tokens, right. unless you're a colossal or you can take tokens off, you're stuck. Yeah. So <laughs> Another thing Dan's not going to like. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just always the shenanigans of like, yeah. we had the same thing with, uh, the, um, the spider dad and well, this was like uh golden oh. age by the time, but you had the punisher, the punisher. With the, with the rocket punisher. And it was the same oh, kind really? of shenanigans where you're like, oh, I'm not the same person, so I can actually take an action. Yeah, that's just silly. <laughs> but anyways, so well, let's see what they got the next one. Silver Swan, is it? She is unfortunately not good. Even yeah. if she's forty even if she's forty points, she's just not good. Um, well let me read and find out because I'm seeing some stats here that make me say otherwise. But let's read it. So Silver Swan, she has five range, single target. Um, flight with 12 charge, 11 with special power, 18 with combat reflexes, and then two damage vanilla, which I don't like that. Um, one trait and one special power. So trait says, when Silver Swan is a targeted by Outwit, until its duration expires, she can't use any of her powers and can't make range attacks. Okay, we can just move forward. This figure sucks. <laughs> that's a <laughs> that was quick. That's it's like that's her big trade off for her monster stats is that and that's pretty bad. Yeah, so let's let's see what the power does, attack power. Giant Reach two, Blaze Claws Fangs, free. If Silver Swan has not attacked or has been placed this turn What? If Silver Swan has not attacked or has been placed this turn, make a close attack using Blaze Claws. I think, that's, I think that's supposed to be or has not been placed this turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean We'll find out when it comes out. I just that's interesting wording. Um, if it's that wording, uh, I would say yeah, she has chance. She has potential. Because <laughs> if you can just run up and then free use Blaze Claws Fangs, I think that's pretty darn solid. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That that's a pretty big trade off. Um, yeah, it can be hurtful. I mean, most teams have outwit, so I mean that's that's pretty rough if she goes from having powers to having nothing. Yeah, that is actually uh, her, probably how it's supposed to be, though, because that way, if she gets carried, then she could make her like she can make a free attack. That's right. probably the only good thing that she does do. Yeah, um, armor, robot, and star labs. So yeah. I do have to say, you know, she does have this big trade off. So it really does depend on what you want to do. Um, she doesn't seem to be unique. So if you run multiple of her, there's that. Um, you obviously probably only run two. But uh, I, I think there's a lot of figures in this set that can turn giant. And you have that one figure that can do um, the piece of barrier. Um, and we have other figures that obviously can do barrier pretty well, pretty easily. Um, so I think, you know, she has potential um, definitely with what she can do. Um, I'm not going to say no on her anymore <laughs> now that I read her second power. Um, if it's the wording where she can just use blades, you know, after she's moved or been placed or whatever. Um, I think she's definitely got playability. That trade-off is pretty high. Um, she does have low damage value, but she is only 40 points. And I think I think she just does have potential, depending on what you surround her with. Um, because you can shield her. So, she's a one-trick pony, really. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm back. Uh, 043, Cersei, Mystics and Wonder Woman allies, six range, one target, 75 points, Amazon and Justice League, DD and Mystical. She has two traits. One, she can basically start the game with any Wonder Woman equipment. And her other one is once per turn, when Cersei KOs an opposing character with an attack after resolutions, choose one, heal two clicks, or make an attack. She is a 
10 charge, 11 blades, 18 invuln, and 3 prob, and a flyer. Um, she can be good depending on what equipment you put on her, and if you kill someone, you make a free attack, which is nice. Um, but or, if you need the, or if you need the heals, you're like, hold on, I feel better now. Yeah, I mean, she's pretty simple. <laughs> um, I don't think she's amazing, especially for 75 points. Um, the fact that she can equip, though, is kind of nice, but she's okay. Um, nothing too special. Yeah, nothing too special about her. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, 044, Miss Martian. So she's Titans team ability, six range, one target, 70 points, Justice League, Teen Titans, Young Justice League, and Monster. Uh, again, it says a role tag, but I don't know if she does have a role like an ally. Or no, okay. she doesn't. She doesn't. Um, She's just a regular piece. Okay. Movement uh, ignores blocking and characters. Titans Reborn, we know what that does. Mind Link active as a movement power. Mind control when Miss Mar- when Miss Martin moves. If she moves five squares or less after resolution, she can use mind control as free. And then she does have a stop click with Invuln. Um, stats are nine with that mind link, mind control, 11 TK, 18 senses, two damage leadership. And then that hurt where she really shines her last click with a 10 charge, 11 attack, 18 stop and four CCE. So she is a 12 for five on her last click. Um, but she's, you know, okay. She's got a little bit of a, that, um, five square move and mind control if she wants to. But again, there's, she's a pretty simple figure to, um, operate. Yeah, I like I like her though. I, she she's got a lot she's got a lot going on, which is neat. So yeah, I'm like I said, I do like that twelve for five um, on our last click with charge. I think so. it's ele- Why is it twelve? I think it's eleven, right? Because of the no, the combat expert just gives you a, a plus oh, one second damage yeah, at all times. Just, so. just still getting used to those things. So. Yeah. <laughs> now she can yeah. carry and bring people through walls, which is pretty cool too. True. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Very true. Um, I, next I, think, one. I think okay is a good sum up of her yeah, powers. <laughs> She's always been okay. Um, next one, 045, Dr. Poison. So no affiliation, six range, one target, 40 points. God Watch, Secret Society of Supervillains, Past, Scientist, and Soldier. She is a captain, one trait, chemistry, genius, poison, free. Choose a friendly sidekick. That character can use poison this turn. Um, and then an attack power, launch the attack leadership. When Dr. Poison uses it and succeeds, you may instead generate a German soldier on click one. We got eight stealth, 10 smoke cloud, which is such an awesome power. 17 mastermind with three damage with that leadership. Again, kind of a cool figure. Give sidekick people poison, but you just, just do choose one of them. Um, but I don't, you're never using that smoke cloud unless it's free. So I don't even know why they give it to people on dial. Um, yeah, she's not very good. Unless you're yeah. really... If you're making a sidekick team, I think you probably play her. Uh, and then definitely with uh, with Ares, if you want to generate those German shoulder, soldiers, because he benefits from those dying. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's a good point. Well, maybe. maybe. This guy's a maybe then. <laughs> Uh, next one, 046, Devastation. So Mystic's keyword or team ability, six range, one target, 85 points, DD and Mystical. Has one attack power, making the earth tremble. Quake, when Devastation uses it, give each hit character a shaken token. Characters with shaken tokens can't have their combat values positively modified. When a character with a shaken token hits, remove all of their shaken tokens, protected out wit. Uh, 10 charge, 11 attack with that power, and 18 impervious and a flyer. Uh, you know, she's pricey. <laughs> I'm going to say she's, she, 
he's simple. I like him, but he's not meta. No, so it's he's, just like he's expensive for that quake. Just the yeah. Same. I mean, he's also got just good stats. So yeah. I mean, yes, I understand he's not like oh my god, he's not a, he's not like eight clicks long and whatever. But for eighty five points, normally he's fine. No, he's not meta competitive, but yeah, so cool. Um, next one, 047, we have a unique Maxwell Lord. I like Maxwell Lord. I think the last time we got one was Brave and the Bold, so a long time ago. Uh, he is a police. He's got an eight-range triple target, 45 points, Project Cadmus, Justice League International, police, politician, ruler, and spy. He For targeting, he ignores hindering terrain. He does have another trait, stealth. At the end of your turn, if a friendly character uses mind control this turn and an opposing character took damage during that mind control, gain one mission point. Or if an opposing character was KO'd during that mind control, gain two mission points. So we have another cheap mission point character. He is a 8 mind control, 12 naked attack, 17 mastermind with a 1 damage outwit. He does have mind control his entire dial. Uh, He does have naked attack his entire dial, 17 mastermind for 3, 16 super senses for 2, and then he goes outwit 2 probs and 2 Outwits. Um, this I think is a, a more legit way to get mission points with mind control with the way this works because most of the time you are always doing damage with the mind control on someone. So I can see these stacking up quite a bit with how many good mind control people. Um, like, does this combo really well with Jason? I was thinking that or Batman Prime because Batman Prime's also got the police keyword. Yeah. So. I don't know because I don't. I'm not sure how this would proc because if a friendly character uses mind control, an opposing character took damage during that mind control. So if we, because Batman happens all at once, or sort of like it's, but the mind control happens all like you're targeting all of them at once. So but I think Jason's is eat like he can use mind control again. So his might proc more than once. Is it mm. at the end of your turn? It doesn't say once per turn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, it says at the end of your turn, though, so it's just going to trigger once. So yeah, it doesn't say I... if it, if they wanted it to trigger more than once, it would say when a friendly oh, character yeah. uses mind control. Yeah, 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 yeah it would only happen once. Yeah. So which which that's good. It's not broken. Yeah. Um, this you know this guy's forty five points. If you look at his stats, you know twelve attack, mastermind, outwit, eight range, triple target, police team ability. Yeah, I don't care how you run it. Um, I think this is definitely a very good um, way to kind of get extra team points um and also a pretty cool decent cheap mind controller no matter which way you look at it and it also says just when an opposing character it doesn't say standard size so you could kill a paparazzi you could kill a wendigo uh you could just kill anything that's one click which you're doing a lot with uh mind controls you're mind controlling their team to kill their retail or something like that and then you just gain two mission points so yeah. I see this happening. I see the, that stacking up quite a bit, actually. Yeah, this is pretty good with like a more passive team where you're 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 kind of leaning into that mind control to get around like the retail and stuff. So th- this could be a good. You still have to get was it twenty mission points to win a game? Yep. So it's a lot, but I mean, it might. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's doable in modern just because of how fast paced modern is. Yeah. I, if we I, if we get enough of them of these mission point pieces, eventually you can probably do a pretty good team when you start comboing people like uh, this Maxwell Lord and like Uatu and stuff. That's true. Yeah, yeah that was going to be my point. Was I, I think you know once you once everybody gets a hand of these figures and start using these mission points to start 
you know, start forming these teams and, and every team has a certain way of, or every figure has a unique way of adding points, adding mission points. I think you're really going to start seeing those, those, this figure figures like this guy rise and, and start winning games. Yeah. I still think we need more, but yeah, to start. I agree. I agree. It's all, it's all a gimmick, you know, <laughs> so, to, to, usually just got to get traction going for teams like this. So, right. More figures. And then the last rare we're going to talk about today is 048. Is it Hippolyta? Hippolyta. Hippolyta. Um, (laughs) Justice Justice Society, Wonder Woman ally, zero range, double target, 60 points, all-star squadron, Amazon, Justice League, ruler and warrior. She is a captain. She has a trait, friendly psychics. Can you steal energy but only... But with close and range attacks, that's pretty that's really good. that's <laughs> really good. Especially that it's just friendly characters, not choose a friendly character. That's really powerful, uh, it's, actually. It's friendly, <laughs> it's friendly sidekicks, so it's still only or, sidekicks. Sorry, not but, yeah, friend, sidekicks. Um, but it's just good that it's just passive all the time, and closer range attacks is really good too. Yep. Next, and then she has a damage power leadership. When she uses it and succeeds, you may instead generate a Amazon warrior or a Amazon of Bana. Middal on click one, and it is protected outweigh. And she does have her entire dial. So she for is... sixty points, if I was running, if I was leaning into like Amazon or something, and I was doing sidekicks, I would, I would, I would think to put her on my team. Yeah, uh, eleven uh, charge, yeah. eleven blades, eighteen invuln with three damage, um, leadership, and the great like unoutwittable leadership is really good too really good but like like i think we're under like i i like we just talked about i don't know how long it's going to take or what teams are going to see with this mission with with these mission points but you know given all your sidekicks steel energy is pretty cool regardless of closer range attacks i think that's pretty solid and on top of that like you said uh, uh protected outwit leadership is pretty solid 60 points um two team abilities i this is you know, potential, high potential here. It's a mini threat, I guess, but you're still, you know, they can get one shotted pretty quick. Like the ones that she does, they just need three damage and they're dead. And you're yeah. giving up 20 points oh, every no, time. I'm, though, I'm so. thinking of like, I'm thinking if I'm pairing her with like Talifar and then I'm bringing in like the gorilla soldier guys. Sure. Like yeah. that's, that's where I would go with it was like, I'd bring, I'd bring Talifar in cause he's really good. I know he's a prime, but I think he's really good because he leans into the whole um, like Amazon thing. Um, mm-hmm. He gains the keyword, and then I think, and then he generates Gorilla Knights. So when oh, when he when he or I say when he when he succeeds leadership. So and he also gives friendly sidekicks leadership, which makes the Gorilla Knights even better because then they actually have a form of moving attack. So, so you're definitely going in, yeah, on a, a sidekick team still. Yeah, but I'm still like if I'm leaning into it, like. I'm. I think it could be effective. So, especially for something where they generate them, you know. Right. Yeah. It's a threat, at least. Yeah. And uh, and that's gonna be the reviews. That's all the rares. So next week we will be doing the super rares. And then the following, uh, we may squeeze in the uh, chases. I'm not sure how much will. The have. chases are kind of a lot, though. That's uh, and, true. I mean, it's like, what, eight of them, and they're all well, really good? <laughs> I mean, we'll probably stuff. spend a half hour on the commissioner himself. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll do Super Rares next week, and then uh, the week that the set comes out, we'll do the chases. 
Um, I'm excited for the Super Rose. The Super Rose has got a lot of good stuff in it too. So yep, um, I've been excited for all this. Like I haven't looked at this set at all. I've been I've been saving myself for the podcast. You've been saving so. yourself. <laughs> wow. Once um, I saw the once I saw the Pantheon in here, I was like, okay, you have my interest now. And that's something to say since I don't usually buy too much DC. But I was like, okay, they they put they put good stuff in here that I actually like. So. Um, and then we're gonna get into our last segment, which is our clicksing it crew question of the day. There's no such thing as stupid questions, except for Billy's questions. And this one is, what rule change are you least excited about with the new rules? And we had a bunch of responses. So Matthew Gronheide, I think is how you say his last name, said, getting rid of knockback damage and everyone being able to walk through water, removing common sense from the game, from the game's rules doesn't do anything to make things easier to explain to new players. It's harder to explain why water has no effect on movement than to explain how it hinders movement. I agree. I don't like the fact that knockback is now gone. You know, if you get punched through a wall, it's going to hurt and it might hurt you a little bit. Same thing with not everybody is Jesus and can walk on water. Um, So that is uh, a great valid point. Rob Peterson says, I don't like the change to theme team. One person theme team, really dumb. No difference between named and generic theme teams. Understandable for simplification, but dumb. Less inse- less incentive to play theme teams. Dumb. Yes, I do agree on that point as well, Rob. <laughs> so uh, wait, let me counter-argument that. Though. One thing uh, I have noticed just by, because we do play a lot of generic uh, games and all that, is that a team of uh, like Avengers or something that have multiple different types of characters plays very different than like an animal team or... Uh, um, like Spy or something like that. So I still think when you do play um, certain themes, you're missing out if you do the generics. So I think it's not totally even. Yeah, that's right. Like me personally, like I very much value theme, like theme, and I also usually push for like name theme. But um, I do still think you're getting a lot, especially with their their build philosophy that I can see in the last few sets. They're really pushing like, hey, if you're going to play a name theme or something, you will get a bonus. Or bonuses, you know, but yeah, right. it, it does. It like at least for like general rules, it's a little weird with the whole like name. Th- I think the biggest thing for me is like name theme doesn't really seem to carry much weight right now. Besides the the bonuses you get from like in game elements, so nope, I agree with that. Um, Austin Murray says, I don't like how useless they've made super strength, and I also don't agree with everyone can move through water and hindering. Yes, I do feel like they've really dumbed down super strength because now all object attacks are plus one, and now knockback does no damage, so now just super strength knocks you back and has plus one damage. It doesn't do anything in the game anymore, really. So that's one thing I, I, I was thinking it over, and I like the change to perplex, so then I feel like they should have left objects alone. Yes. Because then you're not getting the, like, oh, I can stack my plus two object with my perplex and every, you know, to make, make sure I'm doing, like, eight damage. So now, like, you know, you're, like, getting, keeping the plus two damage from an object really wasn't as detrimental as um, it, it used to be, where you could always get that easy plus three damage if you had a super strength piece, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I don't really understand why they did that. I mean, super strength was useful, you know, besides the knockback effect of being able to you know, knock somebody off a ledge and do extra damage or just disrupt, um, you know, it's your opponent's positioning. 
it's it's a little it's a bit strange. Like I would I'm more in terms of them being able to pick up a heavy object and actually use it. It's a bit odd. So I mean, I uh, I I got over it when they said you couldn't hypersonic with a heavy object anymore or with super strength. I just you know I accepted it, but again, they just they they felt like they needed to take it down on their peg for some reason, and I don't know why. Well, it's weird because it's not like hypersonic super strength just as a pairing was pretty balanced. Like it wasn't it wasn't overtly destructive like it was before, where you could just march across the map with a heavy object and be like, "Here, seven damage." Bam, and just yeah. whack somebody, you know, into you know death basically. But now it's yeah, I don't I don't really understand where they were going with that, especially when I felt like the there was a positive change with perplex being like no longer damage, where then being able to then force you to want to use a heavy object was better. So I don't know, it was it's weird because I felt like some of the changes were good, but then they could have left some of the other things alone because they didn't really need to adjust it because taking away perplex from damage was already a big enough change where you didn't really need to lose out that much more. Yeah. I think my counter argument to that though, is a balance of everything. You know, I feel like we got a lot, like some powers are like, Oh my gosh, compared to other powers. Like, okay, they used to be really good um, or at least decent in this argument. And then now you dumbed them down. I think they're dumbed down because of a lot of other powers got buffed. So it might be, the balance of mix and matching. So that that's where my counter argument goes. But again, I mean, change, change is a rough adjustment regardless. So. Well, yeah, but it's I mean, my, my thing is like now I feel like close combat's not going to be as big of a, like it's going to be mostly just always range now because uh, I mean, I felt like close combat pieces got hit the most out of all these changes. Mm. At least that's my, my, my taking on it. Um, we'll, we'll have to see once we get our hands on everything. But Next one. Jabin Benedict said knockback damage. It doesn't seem thematic and remove some of the trickery to the game. I do like that characters with charge and combat re- reflexes can be knocked back now. I don't know. I always just thought that was just a bonus for having that. So I don't know if I agree with that at all. Um, Brian Yo said the change to pulse waves is needed, but I do think... Um, it would have been better to limit single target damage to printed damage. That would also save some newer characters, Emperor Vulcan, Binary, etc., from being overcosted and useless. Now, Ryan, you were saying that it has been confirmed that you can only single pulse wave for one damage now. Yeah, they talked about it on the uh, the WizKids thing that uh, Kenny Pena did. So yeah, they, is, they specifically yep. mentioned it and were like, yep, it's only one damage now, no matter no matter whether you target one character or you target eight characters. It doesn't matter. It's always one damage. Yeah. Yep, so oh, which is wave. really weird. That. Honestly, yeah. like, again, with a lot of these changes, I felt like it limited Pulse Wave a lot more. Again, with the again, specifically with the Perplex change, mm-hmm. you're not going in there with, like, six damage Pulse Wave anymore. I, so, yeah, I don't know if they did that just specifically for the rare um, human torch where, you know, you give them, you know, three yeah, enhancements. Yeah, protected and then, pulse wave. Yes. yeah, just give them like three enhancements or something like that. And then he's doing, I think he starts with a four or three damage. Then he's doing a six damage single pulse wave. I think that's the route they are going with that. But that's a very like niche thing and he's very squishy. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to have a lot of setup for him to work that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like he just, waltz is on over there easily and can pulse wave he's got a big range so you have to really watch your positioning and b 
he's only got like an 18 invuln up top and he's got not a lot of staying power. So, I mean, especially with how good penetrating damage is now between Psychic Blast and Exploit, post changes, I mean, he's like, he's the one that could really do it well because of that power, but I I just, I don't know. I thought, thought, otherwise that's an extreme overcorrection for something like that. Again, Um, if they would have just changed Pulse Wave to be like, you can only do your printed damage, that's an easy change that makes life a lot simpler for Pulse Wave. Yeah, um, I, I'm one of the members in the other camp where I just like, I, I, hey, Pulse Wave is one of those powers that is really good. It You could deal a lot of damage if you do it right. I personally like the fact that this is nerfed to just an uh, explosion that hits everybody. Yep. Cool. Like, I, I, I'm fine with Pulse Wave not being broken. So um, I like the one damage. And yeah, then me too. Last I one. mean, Pulse Wave was more broken when you had ID <laughs> cards because you could... <laughs> no, I was like, you could call in like storm the the Asgardian one and pulse wave for four damage for five points. So they're so but they're also bringing back Silver Age too. So you will be able to do that now. So now they are changing all that stuff for that. And I guess that but I guess maybe on the whole that's what they were trying to adjust towards was that. But I was just stating in general with ID cards out like that isn't as prominent anymore. It's the same with the call in psychic blast for like seven damage. It's <laughs> not a, it's not as big of a thing anymore. Just because you're not able to do that so easily now, but um, last one, Medi G says no knockback damage is dumb. Um, we're gonna make this last part really quick because work just called me. I gotta take a phone call real quick. But um, Ryan, what's your least favorite rule change that has been made? Uh, honestly, I like most of them. I think the knockback and fall damage uh, are ones that I would have been fine staying. Um, but that's pretty much it. I, I've played, like I said, I've played a lot of the, the new rules, and I like a majority of them. They really do speed the game up. You do a lot more. There's a little less uh, thinking and wasted time. Uh, so, Okay. Uh, Kane, what about you? What's the least favorite rule change that you have seen happen? I, I, I'm personally kind of in the same boat as Brian. Like, I, I kind of like all these changes. Um, a lot more user friendly and, and new, you know, new players welcome uh, welcoming to new players. Um, but to answer the question, I think the change to Colossals, I think it, it, it just adds that extra buff that they don't need. <laughs> so I think that's probably my least favorite change is the this buffs to Colossal and Giant Size. And then Dan, what about you? I would say pushing damage, like the getting rid of the pushing damage and the knockback are probably my least two favorite things. I'm the same way. I don't like the fact that there's no pushing damage. I felt like that was a major strategy part of the game. And now just the fact that everybody can go two turns. It just it feels like there's a lot more actions out there to give to people. And I'm just trying, I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. Like everyone's going all the time. So you have to be very careful with your actions. Well, not just that. It's just like they buffed willpower. So if they would have left pushing damage and buff willpower as it like that felt fine. Like the willpower buff with no change to push actually feels pretty good because it gives people that have like standard willpower makes them much more viable. Yeah, I, I honestly do think uh, real quick. I know you got to go at him, but I, I do want to say I think the pushing damage change. I think that's something that might revert back or or get another change to it. Um, I think that's w- with everything we've discussed. I think pushing damage might come back. They're kind of locked on it now, though, because everyone's got the same shield power. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think, that, like I said, it might be sooner than later, but it might be one of the things that change in a couple sets from now. And I don't know. We'll see. You're right. That's a good point, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is the show for tonight. So thanks, everyone, for sticking around with the reviews, the erratas, and everything like that. Ryan, thank you for joining us uh, on our thanks podcast. For me. I did just confirmation from the store owner that he is getting three bricks for Wonder Woman. So we will have up to what would that be? 15 spots open for that. So we may be doing an extra, you know, battle Royal practice or something afterwards with any extra boosters or stuff like that. So Kane, Dan and Ryan, thanks for joining me again on the podcast. Um, make sure you guys are um, checking out our sponsor glass cabinet hobbies uh, to get 5% off anything on his website. Just use code clicking it C L I X I N I T that works on case breaks as well. And then check us out on our Patreon, patreon.com backslash clicksing it and become a patron and you may be winning some cool prizes for the month of April. So thanks again, everyone, for listening out there in Clicks Land. Make sure you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.